Summer may be easy and breezy and relaxing for some, but for others, it can be routine as normal and busy and hectic and relentless with family coming into town, vacations, work not letting up, kids out of school, and so on. And I've noticed that when busyness comes into my life, it can cause me to not be so present with my family, with my people, and also it tempts me to forget to prioritize Jesus. So this may surprise you, but something mega practical that I have been doing in my life is automating and making something like a household task that I have to do all the time, no matter the season, so much simpler. And for us, that has been Thrive Market. Thrive Market is an online grocery store that restricts 1,000 plus harmful ingredients and only sells the best and yummiest quality because they care about you. Ordering on their easy app and getting things delivered to my literal doorstep in days is a huge stress reliever and it saves me time so I don't have to give up my other precious time or energy this summer. This last order we received a few days ago, we got the Simply Protein Cookies and Cream Bars and it is literally the yummiest protein bar I've ever tried. Hunter's even trying to steal some of them. We even saved $20 on last week's order. And hey, if you're still not convinced, they have a price match guarantee. I mean, say less, right? So this summer, save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash truth talks and get 30% off your first order. Plus you get a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash truth talks. Thrivemarket.com slash truth talks. friend, you're listening to Truth Talks with Tara, a podcast dedicated to helping you know, love, and live God's Word. I'm your host, Tara, and I am so glad that you're here. Each week, we'll dive into scripture together. We'll answer questions we all have about the Bible and about how to live for God, as well as learn from some of my amazing friends and guests. If you want to see how God's Word can truly change your everyday life, this show is for you. My prayer is that we would all grow in our knowledge of God so that we can live boldly for Him. So, what do you say? Let's get into it. I don't know about you, but sometimes trusting in God can be the hardest thing ever. We hear it from our friends and our family, and we're even told by people on Instagram that we follow just to trust God, to trust God in all the things. But when it really comes down to it, when life gets hard, when life gets overwhelming, even in the small day-to-day things, it can be sometimes the hardest challenge to trust God. So if you're anything like me, this conversation is for you. I have my amazing new friends, Karen Eamon and Ruth Schwank here on the show today. And all three of us, which is so fun to have multiple people on the show, are talking about how to trust God in all the things. That is actually the title of their newest devotional that just released a couple months ago. If you've ever wondered how it's actually possible to trust God, why we should trust God over ourselves, because sometimes, let's be honest, it's easier to follow our path rather than trusting God in his and why actually trusting God's will and surrendering is better than our own. If you've ever wondered how in the world can I trust God when life is so overwhelming, how to trust God in the little things and the big things, and to find the real peace and refreshment that we crave in our lives, keep listening. And as you're listening to this episode or really any other episodes in this show, if you found some encouragement, if the Lord has really done a work, even just in a small way in your life, if you felt encouraged or convicted or challenged by something spoken in any of the episodes from Truth Talks with Tara, I'd really love if you could take just 
30 seconds, a minute out of your day to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Give it a star review, write a little blurb about what God has done with the show. This is single-handedly the best way to help the show grow. And not only just for the show to grow, just because, but just to help other women come to know the Lord, come to know, love, and live God's word, which is the goal of this podcast. I really appreciate you, and I'm just going to thank you in advance for doing that. But okay, really love this conversation, and I'm so thrilled to be able to invite you into it. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Karen and Ruth. Hey, Karen and Ruth, thank you for both being here on the show. Friends, before we started, I was just telling them that it's, I think it's extra fun when we have a bunch of people on the call. So it's really fun to have both of them here today. We're going to be talking about their newest devotional that launched and how to really trust God in all the things. But before we do that, Ruth, Karen, would you guys mind introducing yourself to sharing a little bit about who you are, what you do, all the things, maybe Karen, you want to start us out? (laughs) Sure. Thanks so much for having us, Tara. We're pumped to be with you. And I tell you, where do I start? (laughs) (laughs) I just had so much going on. There's so many transitions in my life. I'm I'm a wife of my college sweetheart. We just celebrated 36 years. Wow. That makes me sound old. I got married when I was 10. Okay. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And um, so I'm married to him, three adult children, two Mm. bonus children by marriage. Um, Mm. Two of our kids are married. And then I just became a grandma actually five months ago today. Wow. And so that's fun. Yeah. Baby Jasper Ridge. And I live in Michigan, the middle of the mitten, right in the middle of the mitten. Because <laughs> if you know Michigan, we carry our maps with us all the time because we hold our hand up and we point, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I speak and write for Proverbs 31 Ministries. And let's see. And I like to antique hunt and herb garden. How's that? Did that cover it all? I wow. love it. That's a fun little thing to just like add in there because I feel like when people introduce themselves, it's like very professional, which I love, but like, let's hear about you. I love that. (laughs) Oh, great. Well, I don't feel like I have any little fun things. like. (laughs) Yeah, you do. I'm sure. (laughs) Um, I'm just kidding. Um, Well, I'm Ruth Schwank and I have four kids. They are 20, almost 20, 18, 15, 13, and I've been married. My husband's a pastor. We've been married for almost 25 years. He actually got the the date wrong in during a sermon a few weeks ago. He oh, said no. he was talking <laughs> and he said, I now I have calculated this. So I know I'm right. And we it's going to be I think he said this year going to be 23 years. And I was sitting there like, what is he talking about? I mean, we've had this conversation. I know I wanted to raise my hand. It just wasn't a good, you know, there was no yeah. way for me to do that in him. Um, but anyway, so we will next year, next August, we'll be, we'll have been married 25 years. So it's Aww. almost 24 years. Um, and I've been in online ministry for over 10 years now, somewhere between 10 and 15 years. I started wow. a blog for moms actually called mm-hmm. the bettermom.com. Um, my kids were really little. I felt alone in motherhood and thought, geez, I can't be the only one that feels this way. And so I started a blog for moms called thebettermom.com that still mm-hmm. exists today, but that's kind of where the whole my whole online ministry world began. Yeah. And it's just been pretty incredible to see how God has uh, has led the way. I, I, ne- I will never get over how you can reach women uh, and men across the world yeah. with yeah. online ministry, whether it's a podcast or whether it's a blog or what you write on social media. It's just pretty incredible to be a part of his work in that way. 
I love that you said that. I, I feel the same way. I think sometimes the focus of social media is very negative and people are like, oh, well, there's this and that, which there are those things. But for me, I always like to tell people, I'm like, I love to take advantage of the opportunity just to, to reach more yeah. people, you know, if that's right. what the Lord wants. And so we can leverage it for good. And I think it's awesome because that's how I got connected to you guys. And that's how your words get out there. You know, Karen with Proverbs 31, everyone knows this ministry, such a powerful ministry that God has used to touch millions of women, which is amazing. So I'm really excited to talk about one of the things that has been um, just really encouraging me and touching women is your newest devotional. But before we do that, I feel like we're doing a lot of before we do that, but I'm really excited to jump in. But I also really love to ask my friends on the show a thing they're loving kind of like a favorite things. I don't know if you guys, you know, like watching YouTube videos or you like just hearing little snippets. I just love hearing what people are liking in their lives, even the most random things, because I'm like, hey, anything that I could add to my life to make it more fun is really fun. So Karen, do you have a favorite thing you're loving that you'd like to share with us? Sure. Well, it's kind of funny because it's like a new thing, yeah. but it's an old new thing. Okay. Two, two old. How can I do two old new things? Because oh, yes. they kind of go to go. Please. So yes. <laughs> once upon a time, I used to make my own sourdough bread back when my kids were little. And like I said, they're nice. all adults now. They're all 20 and above. And I started making sourdough bread again. And once upon a time, just once I tried sprouting my own seeds and they got moldy and I gave up and thought, well, forget that. But then my <laughs> middle child, he and his wife, I went to their uh, kitchen about a month ago and I'm like, oh, they're growing sprouts in a mason jar. I tried that once. I want to try it again. So this time, instead of just like doing my own thing with a mason jar, I actually got like this really cool contraption. It's a jar that Ooh. hangs upside down with a screen on it. And it looks kind of cute. And I'm doing my own uh, alfalfa and radish sprouted seeds for Fun. sandwiches and salads. So oh it's gosh. like <laughs> blast from the past, but it's kind of new because I haven't done it in, you know, over probably 15 years. So I'm that trying is, it again. That is so fun. I feel like those are the things that like I really want to do right now. And I also really want to do sourdough because that's like the thing right now, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's trendy again, which I'm. it's been around forever, but like it's trendy right. now. But I'm like, okay, I got to find the time to do this with a new little baby. I know I can. I just got to make the time. But just I've always loved cooking too. And so I'm like, now that my baby is kind of getting into a better routine and he's, you know, he's sleeping, he's been sleeping through the night like a champ for a while. But like, I just feel like I have a little bit more of a better grasp on things. So I'm like, okay, I can get back into doing some of these things. I might have to try both of those things, Karen. There you go. <laughs> what about you, Ruth? Do you have something fun or a couple things? Well, my yeah, and this I feel like this just represents Karen and I so well because she's like <laughs> sprouting her own seeds, and although that does sound great, and I do love to cook, and I did try the whole sourdough thing for about three days, and then I was okay. like, oh my word, I cannot <laughs> keep monitoring this thing. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's a lot. So, anyways, I was gonna share a lip gloss that I yes, love right please. now. <laughs> Please. There you go. Um, and it's by Crunchy, which is spelled C-R-U-N-C-H-I. Okay. And it's supposed okay. to be more of a natural brand. Um, I don't Ooh. know. It's just their, I guess their regular lip gloss, but yeah. I love it so Ooh. much. And I just started using it probably a month ago. And I don't know why I love it so much, but it just glides on. It's not sticky. It has mm -hmm. like a good smell to it. I don't know. So that is what I'm liking right now. I'll also share one more thing that I'm liking. This is yes. totally in a totally different realm. But I have been reading a book called Boundaries for Your Soul. Mm. And um, I mean, the title says it all. So that book has been really, really good. I'm about halfway through right now. And it's one of those books that you just you read, at least for me, 
I just read a little bit at a time, mm-hmm. you know, and I try to digest that and really think, cause you're really reflecting on your own life and, and the issues or areas that you can work on in your own life. So that's a, another thing I've been loving right now. It's a book called Boundaries for Your Soul. Awesome. I feel like that is one I need. I can very much relate to needing that. And I feel like I'm really intrigued by the part about it being for your soul because I think we talk a lot about just boundaries in life and work and relationships. That's awesome. Also, I've heard a lot about Crunchy. I feel like Jordan Lee Dooley shares their line a lot because it's all like clean skincare Mm -hmm. makeup things, which I feel like is awesome. I also love how across the board all of these favorites were. It's just, it's kind of my favorite because they're in all realms. I feel like everyone can relate wherever they're at. (laughs) Oh, that was awesome. Thanks for sharing, guys. Let's dive into our topic today, though, as we start. So first of all, I would love to hear, and I know our listeners and friends would love to hear how you guys um, just came to write this devotional together and how trusting God in all of the things came to be, how God really brought it forth. I love how you wrote all in all the things, by the way, because I feel like that is something that we say all the time and really put it into practice as far as trusting the Lord. So if you guys would like to share how that really came to be, we'd love to hear. Sure. I'll start off. Well, Ruth and I are very close friends and we walk through life together, you know, sharing joys and concerns and happy times and panicky times. And just as our friendship has grown, I've seen how, you know, often we'll go to each other with with something that we're lacking trust about or we're anxious about or we're worried about. And I don't know, there are times that I I like to think, you know, Ruth kind of just reels me back in, (laughs) helps me like calm down and she might share scripture with me or whatever. And I feel like I do the same thing for her. And as we've walked through life together, I'd have to stop and think how long we've been friends. But Mm -hmm. I feel like that we can draw that strength from each other and point each other back to scripture when we're stressed about all the things, you know, she's about not quite a decade behind me in her parenting. Like she's talking about, you know, kids graduating and and things like that. And I'm like, oh, hey, our last child graduated a little over four years ago. So I'm just a little bit ahead of her. And I feel like um, as I've been to her and she's been to me, kind of that that place to go to, to point the other one to God, we wanted to do that in book form for other women, you know, that are also dealing with all the things with kids growing up with marriages, with jobs, with circumstances, with relationships. Um, there's so many things that we have to juggle, yeah. whether it's, you know, people or um, things or circumstances or relationships or tasks. And we need to make sure that God is our anchor and that we yeah. are trusting him with all of those. And so as we kind of do that in our friendship with each other, we thought, oh, we could maybe turn some of these thoughts into mm. a book that would encourage our online friends and people that follow us. And so that's kind of how I think it came about. I don't know, Ruth, what else would you add to it? Well, I would just add that we've seen, you know, over the last, I think Karen and I have been friends for probably around the time I started in online ministry is when we met. And we've seen over the years, you know, you see the common themes that pop up with the communities that you're ministering to. And you see that what women keep talking about and what they're struggling with. And Karen and I have written a couple of other devotionals together. And I would say that the the topics usually come out of that as well. We see what, what people are struggling with and And I don't think, you know, all of us will struggle our entire life to trust God in all the things. Right. Um, But I think, you know, what we've what we've realized as well is it's not just those big things, you know, whether it's some really scary health diagnosis or loss, grief, whatever it is. It's not only those big things, but it's also just 
in our daily lives. There's those things we, mm-hmm. we yeah. obsess over or we worry about whether it's finances or parenting or, you know, when you have a newborn, you're worried about all sorts of things that right. can just, and so it's learning to trust. I think we, we realized, wow, it's not just this, it's this, and it's all these things. And so mm-hmm. how can we make trust just really kind of like the anthem of our life where we're, we keep going back to God? And I'm sure, Tara, if you've seen on social media, I mean, it's something I have to remind myself of all the time. And I want to keep pointing others to as well, because I think it's something that we will literally come back to probably every single day of our lives. Yeah. As, as we should too. Um, this is the million dollar question though. Why do you think it's so hard to trust God? You know, you guys have any thoughts on that, Karen? Do you have any thoughts on why is that kind of, because I really believe the same thing too, is that that is kind of one of the biggest questions, if I were to give like a top three, top five questions that we have as as believers or things that we struggle with at least is trust in the Lord. Why is that? You know, what about life really makes trust a struggle sometimes? I actually think sometimes I feel like for me and for other people that I observe, it's hard to trust God because it's so easy to trust in other things, wow. to trust in ourselves, you know? <laughs> You know, I remember a a girl in our youth group back when my husband was a youth pastor, went on a mission trip and she came back and I remember asking her like, what did you learn? You know, what's your number one thing, you know, memory that you have? And I thought she would say, you know, some child she met on the mission field or, you know, some experience or whatever. And she said, you know, I just realized how easy it is in America to answer your own prayers. And I said, Mm -hmm. what do you mean by that? And Mm -hmm. she said, well, you know, we pray, oh Lord, you know, keep my child safe and healthy. And then we put them in the car seat keeping them safe and take them to the doctor to get them medicine. So they're healthy. We pray, Mm. you know, give us our daily bread. And then we go to the grocery store. And she Mm. said, when she was on the mission field, the people that prayed, you know, keep my child safe, give us food to eat. They really didn't know if that prayer was going to get answered or not. And so I think so often we trust in ourselves. Yeah. We, we trust in other people and we trust in self-help books. We trust in our favorite influencer that's going to give us the encouragement for the day and help us get through this rough patch and stuff. Right. And so we kind of go to these counterfeit measures rather than really going to God himself. And sometimes also we have a hard time trusting God because we don't really feel like maybe he has our best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. Like we maybe know better than he does what's best for us. So we think of him as a big suggestion box and we go to the suggestion box and kind of suggest mm-hmm. you know, what yeah. he should, should make happen in our life. So I think, I think it's kind of twofold. We, we trust in other things. And when it comes to God, we, we just kind of think he needs a little help because maybe he doesn't mm, wow. exactly know what we need. <laughs> I think you're speaking to everything that we have ever thought <laughs> and maybe things that we don't even want to admit about our relationship with the Lord. And I struggle a lot with pride and self-sufficiency because I'm very type A. I think that I can do it all. I don't need help. And so I've really fallen into that trap that you kind of laid out, Karen. Um, Ruth, any thoughts on this? When as Christians, we know, okay, Yes, I'm supposed to trust the Lord. We hear it in the Bible. People tell you all the time. I remember when I was struggling to trust the Lord with a timeline of getting a ring on my finger because I dated my husband yeah. for a long time. And I'm just like, ah, I need to trust the Lord with my timeline. People would tell me, but I just, I didn't actually really see the benefit in it because like Karen said, I thought that I could do a lot of it on my own. So when it comes to trusting the Lord, we know we should, but is it actually really better than trusting ourselves? Like what is the benefit to trusting the Lord in all the things rather than really trying to do things on our own? 
Well, I think that we eventually find, I mean, we can do things on our own for a certain amount of time, right? But eventually we will come to the end of ourselves. Mm. And so I think another reason backing up just a little bit that we struggle, why it's so hard to trust God is because life is hard. And there's a lot of things that we will face in life that it, I mean, you have to literally surrender and force yourself to trust God because there's nothing else you can do. And I think we all will face those times in our lives. And so if we can learn mm. in the times that aren't so intense and um, overwhelming, if we yeah. can learn in, I don't want to say smaller things, because even the small things seem big at that time. But yeah. in the smaller things, if we can learn how to trust God, even then, it, it grows our faith and makes us stronger for the times when I mean, we have no other choice but to turn to him. Hmm. I love that. I think he's like like building a practice, building a rhythm, and mm-hmm. um, just kind of weaving that into our daily relationship with the Lord, knowing that like everything is worthy to trust the Lord in. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so practical. Before we even started this conversation, we were talking about just how I believe how necessary this devotional has been, even just for me, because there's just so much anxiety. Um, although I don't deal with it maybe as intense as some do, there is anxieties, there's stressors. Even just the last couple of years have been rough on a lot of people's mental health, um, just the pandemic. And I feel like in one way or another, we're all desperate for that peace, that calm, that refreshment that we know is found in Jesus. But like Karen said, we seek it in Netflix, we seek it in food, we seek it in relationships and social media, and we're not finding it. You like, you know, like you said, Ruth, we can maybe find it for a moment. We can maybe find that peace and that calm for a moment, and it seems like it's good, but that eternal rest for our souls that we're looking for cannot be found in those things. So in the interesting God and all the things, you guys share that peace and refreshment that we truly crave is found in Jesus. And not only just in Jesus, it's found by trusting God. And so Karen, I don't know if you have any, I'm sure you have some thoughts on this, but how can we trust God or how does trust in God equal rest and refreshment? Because I think sometimes we don't put those two together. Yeah. Well, thinking back to what I said earlier about we, you know, we trust in other things and we do, we seek that rest and we seek that refreshment in other things. Not that it's not good to have a spa day. I mean, if any of your listeners want to gift me with a spa day, I will not turn them away. But, but, you know, but so often we think, oh, I just need a break. I just need to go to the spa. I just need Mm -hmm. to have a quiet afternoon where someone takes my kids. Those things can help, but they're still not getting to the root of mm. our, our craving connection with God. And I, I want to just share a verse that's been really meaningful to me in this whole journey, you know, before we wrote the book, just in a, my own, uh, you know, dealing with a lot of things in my life. And Ruth's had some medical things in her family. I've had a lot of grief. I've had 10 people in my mm. immediate and extended family die in the last three years. So wow. just a lot of grief, but a verse that has been so um, impactful to me is Psalm 62, five. And it, says to rest in God alone for my hope comes from him. And when I dig down deep into the Greek meaning, which I'm kind of a Bible nerd, I like to do that. Um, Greek meaning and Hebrew meanings of words Mm -hmm. in scripture. This one is a Hebrew word because it's in the Old Testament. And that word alone, when it says rest in God alone for my hope comes from him, that word alone kind of has a threefold meaning that I love. I just wanted to share. It means in stark contrast to any other thing. So in stark contrast, it's not as good as the spa, even though the spa is great. It's in stark contrast. It's so much better. The real one, rather than the counterfeit, 
That's what alone means. And the only solution that works. And so I think what we do is we run to these counterfeit measures and these uh, solutions that might help in the short term, but they're not the solution that works. They're not the real one. They're counterfeit. And we need to learn to, to go to God alone. And it's going to look different for everybody. You know, some people connect with God by, uh, you know, just spending a lot of time in prayer. Other people really study and rehearse scripture to, to kind of preach to their own souls. It just looks different. But what is common is that we're going to him alone. We're placing our trust in him. We're running to him rather than other things because he is the only solution that works. Right, mm. right. Yeah. Ruth, do you have any thoughts on this? I definitely wrestle with knowing, okay, things in life are good. Um, I was even just, uh, I wrote something the other day, like anything that God created is good and that we can have good boundaries with things that we've been placed, you know, been given in life, excuse me, like social media, all the things, but how do we live in that tension? You know, do you have anything that has helped you in life to live in that tension of, um, enjoying the things, enjoying rest, enjoying that spa day, enjoying, you know, just a movie night with your kids and just relaxing, but then like really, truly putting your trust in the Lord alone and finding that peace mm. and refreshment there. Well, yeah, I mean, living in that will always live in that tension. And like Karen said, I think it's okay. I, mm-hmm. you know, it's so hard because there's so many mixed messages, I think, on social media about self care and all of that. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's good to take care of ourselves. Um, and part of taking care of ourselves, though, is, is going to the Lord. You know what I mean? Is really. He, the, him as our foundation, like that is the, the main thing, obviously. Um, but I would say that rest and refreshment, again, what we will find, which we've been talking about this whole time, is that literally we will come to the end of those things. And the only real rest and refreshment is going to come from the Lord. Like nothing yeah. else will help ultimately help us. Right. And so I think that's why we have to, that has to be first and foremost in our lives. And peace, there's just this peace that comes from surrender, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. so I think if we can learn, if we, the rest and refreshment comes from trusting God because we're learning to surrender. And it reminds me, my life verse is John 3.30. He must yeah. become greater, I must become less. And, and I had a youth pastor share that with me years ago when I started following the Lord in high school. And I remember at that time, just this complete like, perspective shift. Like, oh my word, this life is not all about me. And it changed my life forever. But as the years have gone by, I just feel like it's rightly oriented my perspective in that God is in control. He's over it all. I don't have to hold my world together because he is. And again, I think that rest and refreshment comes because we've, we're learning to trust him and we're finding peace in that surrender of saying, Lord, I I don't know. I don't have it. You do. And so I think if we can come to that place and just remember over and over again, um, again, it's trusting God, but it's really ultimately surrendering to him and trusting that he'll, he'll take care of it. Surrender is one of my favorite words. It's so Mm. special to me. It's so like daily. I have to be, you know, open-handed surrender and, you know, with surrender comes trust. Like we just keep saying it all comes back to that. I think what helps me is knowing that when I keep Jesus first, then everything else will fall into its proper categories or proper places. When you're keeping Jesus as the true love of your life, the greatest love you can ever have, then when that's right, every other relationship, every other thing, like social media, like um, food, any, like I mean, really anything should fall in those proper places because we've kept what's first first, kept first things mm-hmm. first, you know? 
And I think for me, that's really, really helpful. You guys, I know you also share in the book too, correct me if you're wrong, but one of the main reasons that you wrote Trusting God in All the Things was to help women connect with Jesus in a world where we're overwhelmed with all of the things because all the things are good, but we're overwhelmed with it. Like, how do I balance all the things? How do I be a wife? How do I be a mom? How do I, you know, do all these things? How do I work? How do I go to school? There's just all the things. And we all have a list of all the things, no matter where you're at in your life. It looks different for all of us, but we do. And so we often don't make time for Jesus in a world of all the things. And so do you guys just kind of, as we kind of close on this awesome episode, what are your guys' best tips or encouragements for the women listening um, that want to connect with Jesus and prioritize him in the midst of all the things? Because that can be the hardest thing to do is that I want to prioritize and connect with the Lord and get to know him but I have all the things and that can be the easy excuse to not be with the Lord. So Karen, maybe start us out. What has helped you in your life even um, to live in your life and steward your life well and all the things, but also prioritize and connect with the Lord? A few things that pop in my mind when you ask that question, Tara, are first of all, to be intentional. And by that, I know that's an overused word, but, but I mean with your appointment that you have that you want to meet with God. You want to spend time praying. You want to spend time reading and studying and memorizing the Bible, be intentional, write it on your paper planner. If you're old school or put it in your digital calendar, you know, if mm -hmm. you have an appointment with the dentist, you're going to keep it. Cause guess what? At least at my dentist, if I don't show up 35 bucks, <laughs> yeah, 35 I bucks, I know <laughs> that's a lot of lattes, 35 bucks. Right. That's so true. I don't want, I don't want to get, you know, um, I don't want to get charged that. So treat it as, a, as important as any other mm thing you have on your, your to-do list that day. And speaking of to-do lists, another thing that I like to encourage people to do is to take your to-do list to the Lord. Like, don't just say, I'm going to walk mm. away from my to-do list. I'm going to go do my prayer time now. Take it with you. That's good. Pray through the things that you have on your list. Cause I know at least for me, if I'm sitting there praying, sometimes I think, Oh, and I've got to remember to do that. And then, then I got to remember to do this. And so if my list is there, I can just jot it on my list and then That's get good. it off of my mind, but yeah. then also lift those things up to the Lord. Another thing um, when it comes to prioritizing my time with him is um, I like to think of that old find and replace that you have in documents. Like if you're working on Microsoft Word or whatever, and you're, yeah. you think you've used a word too much in something you're, you're <laughs> yeah. writing, you go find it, you replace it with someone, something. So I think often we, and I'm preaching to myself here, we say, oh, I just really don't have time to connect with God. I'm so busy. Well, look at your phone and see how many times you touched your phone that day and how often you were on social media that day. Yikes. And instead, find that time and replace it with mm. the Bible. I have four Bibles sitting around my house. I have one in my bedroom, right? But next to my nightstand, I have one in my office. There's one in the living room. I even have, you guys, a waterproof Bible. <laughs> I it's love next it. to my bathtub. It. It's just a New Testament and Psalms and Proverbs. But wow, I didn't know like, there was the waterproof yes, Bible. Sorry. Oh is. my gosh. <laughs> it's not in every version. I, I think no. I, I think it's NIV and I think it's mm -hmm. an old NIV, but it is okay. it is something that I can have in the bathroom. And so <laughs> if I, you know, I'm taking a bath, if I'm, you know, sitting down in my couch and I'm waiting for a podcast to start in 10 minutes, instead of picking up my phone and scrolling through it, I pick up a Bible. That's I have good. note cards in them, scriptures I'm memorizing. And then the last thing I'll say is um, have accountability. My friend Lindsay and I, we're both trying to memorize scripture. We use Voxer, which is like a walkie-talkie yeah. app. And we practice our verses out loud to each other That's daily. Awesome. And then once a month, we get on the phone so we can't cheat because we can see each other. And we look <laughs> straight at each other. And we do our verses. Um, and accountability just really helps with, you know, connecting 
that that intentional time you want to have with the Lord, have someone keep you accountable that you are studying, you are praying, you are memorizing scripture. That's incredible. I love that because truly you can make these concepts so practical to live it out. I always love to say, when you know God, you're going to love him more. When you love him, you're going to want to live for him. So when we know all these things about who God is, about how to trust the Lord, how to surrender, we can actually really live it out in our faith, which is awesome, Karen. Ruth, do you have any thoughts on this too as we close? Yeah, I I would just first of all say that every season is different. And I think we put pressure on ourselves for it to look a certain way, like all the time. I remember like when the kids were young and oh man, I just wish I could have gotten up, you know, so early and spent time with the Lord. Like just in my mind, I had this like perfect picture, right? Sure. Well, and it it just didn't happen like that most of the time. And I just want to say that's okay. Um, It can look different in different seasons. The most important thing is that it's consistent. And Mm -hmm. so even if you, and I even say this to parents when they're talking about, you know, spending time teaching their kids the Bible or whatever, really you spend time with the Lord today. If you miss tomorrow, don't just say, oh, you know, you shouldn't feel guilty and then not pick up your Bible the next day. Just pick up your Bible the next day and you just keep going. And I, um, there's a verse that has been, literally on my mind for the last five years, my husband um, was diagnosed with cancer five years ago. Mm. And so through all of that, sorry, I'll get emotional now when I talk about it, but um, I could not believe, I was so thankful. I could not believe how God used my time that I spent with him in the past to keep me trusting him and strong Mm -hmm. in him and all of that in the future today or in that time. And I would say that the the time that you spend with the Lord today matters for tomorrow. And I remember thinking, thank, thank you, Lord, that I just every day or every other day or however it looked like in whatever season that I just kept learning more about you. Wow. And Psalm 62, five, this is the verse that I was, was talking about. Psalm 62, five says, those who know your name, trust in you for you have never forsaken those who seek you. And I love that verse because it says those who know your name, trust in you. And how do we know the Lord's name? Like, how do we know who he is, his character about him? It's because we've spent time with him. Right. And that's why it matters because those who know his name, trust in him. And it kind of is full circle yes. here back to trust, right? Yes. So it really, really matters that time. I've seen it in my own life. I've seen it literally uh, sustain me through the times where I thought like, oh my word, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to get through this because I spent the time with him. Then it mattered for when I faced those things that felt unimaginable and impossible. And so I would just really encourage the, whoever's listening today that, that I know there's times where it feels hard and like, I can't fit that in or, and I know there's times that you're going to miss you know, your time with the Lord, but just keep coming back to him because it will, the time that you spend with him today will matter for tomorrow. Wow. That is such an incredible perspective. I even needed to hear that because I'm like, sometimes you just think, okay, I got to get through it today just for today, just to check off the list. I don't know. I mean, and it's great to have that daily dependence on on the Lord mm-hmm. and in the word every single day in that moment. But to know that it, it matters so much more, you know, for here now and eternity uh, is such a great reminder. My husband and I even just made um, a pact or a vow, if you will, which, okay, I did not do today. I'm going to be very honest. I'm going to do it right after this call while I eat lunch. Okay. <laughs> I'm being vulnerable right now. You guys, I did not do it today, but we made this pact with each other that we were going to 
not start start any work, anything work related, not open an email, not get on any call without reading the word. And for us, mm-hmm. at least for me too, because I'm such a type A, go, 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 could literally work around the clock, could just be going nonstop. For me, it was so important. My husband came up with it because he is very opposite of me. So he's like, okay, he's like we need to keep first things first. We need to make sure that that is the priority. And, you know, even just for today, when I admitted that I had not done it today, it's okay. I'm going to do it later and it'll still be okay. Um, and so I, I just love and appreciate those tips so much because, again, it all comes back to like what you guys said, trusting the Lord. We get in the word, depending on him really leads into that trust and surrender. So thank you so much, both of you guys, for being here on the show. I am so encouraged, have been so encouraged by trusting God and all the things right over here on my shelf has been um, so digestible, so easy to read, but just so full of truth, which I think is what we need, especially when we have a life full of all the things. So as we close, would you guys mind sharing a little bit about where people can find the book? I will have it linked, but just tell us a little more about where they can find it um, and all the things. Sure. Yeah. They can find the book anywhere, really. Books are sold on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, all the places, brick and mortar stores too, can get it for you. And um, as far as connecting with me, I just send people to my website, KarenEman.com and Eman is spelled E-H-M-A-N. And there's all the different social media places. I mostly like to hang out on Instagram, but I have the others, some of the others too, but they, it's easy one-stop shopping just to go there because all right. my handles are a little bit different. I'd yep. like to think they're all just Karen Eamon, but there's another Karen Eamon out there that got some things before I did and has never Ow. used them and won't sell them to me. So there you go. Go to my website and you'll find mine. Perfect. Okay. What about you, Ruth? How can we connect with you? Well, you can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, at Ruth Schwenk is Instagram, S-C-H-W-E-N-K. And uh, also, I think a good place to connect with me is a, a podcast that my husband and I do together called Root Like Faith. Oh, love it. Okay, I'm going to go listen to that and subscribe as well. We will have everything linked below for you guys to check out the devotional, to snag your copy, and then also connect with them on Instagram because I have loved following both of them. Their content so rooted in the Lord. Ruth, I love your prayers. I even, mm-hmm. side note, I had a group uh, group chat with um, some girls in our community and someone had sent um, one of your prayers and I, I opened it up. I'm like, wait, I'm like, I know her. I'm like, oh, I'm actually, I'm actually interviewing fun. her for the podcast. So it's pretty incredible how you guys' words can impact people you don't even realize and it yeah. just gets out there. So um, just so thankful for your guys' stewardship, for the way you're loving the Lord and teaching it and sharing it and for this book. So thank you guys for being here today. Thank, thank you, you so much. much.